What is good, everyone? This is Season 3, Episode 9. You're going to be listening into on a whole new level of what you are not given. The information out there. You see, there is an extensive list of evil councils and alien groups that are out there right now. By alien, they are interdimensional beings. They aren't something from another world. They are a creation of the kingdom of darkness. But I want to go over them. I'm not going to explain every single one of them, because there's no need for it. Because some are just self-explanatory. But one of them I do want to speak about. And that's because it relates exactly what's going on right now. And how so many are deceived. Well, that being said, let's go ahead and get right into these different councils and alien groups. Now, mind you, where I get this information is from... The book Extreme Prayers That Shake Heaven and Earth by Daniel Duvall, who is the head of Bride Ministries that does inner healing and deliverance for satanic ritual abuse survivors and those that have disassociative identity disorder. And they also conduct ministry on Sundays, such as having... A new way, well, not really a new way, but the correct way of learning the Word of God. What? With that being said, many of you are not ready for extreme prayer, prayers that shake heaven and earth, so I do recommend prayers that shake heaven and earth first, then going into advanced prayers that shake heaven and earth, which is the first and second prayer books, and extreme prayers that shake heaven and earth is the third one I only recommend after you've gotten a little savvy with the first two books. Now, with that being said, here are the different councils of 13. Yes, there are more than one group or councils of 13. More than one. Ain't just the Illuminati and the 13 bloodlines. People thought it was just 13 families trying to control the world. <laughs> They're all compartmentalized by Satan and Lucifer and Leviathan and Belial and a few others. The councils of 13 will ha have here. Council of 13 that sits at the gate of heaven. Now let's go ahead and talk about this real quick. So this does not mean that God has an evil council. Absolutely not. It just means that it's fighting everything to bring God down. And it won't ever have the ability to. You see, this is because when Lucifer fell, there were more powerful beings. They had more authority than... Lucifer, when he fell. 
Lucifer is a cherubim. To put into perspective, there are what are called seraphim. And these are higher-ranking angels above cherubims. That's not just some seraphim fell. There are other types of higher authority beings, because Lucifer is a cherubim. Now, the next councils, we have Council of Thirteen under Temple Mount in Jerusalem. Hence the reason why there's people that believe in nation-state Israel being a part of God's plan, which they're not. And we have Council of Thirteen near L.A., San Diego, under the water. Council of Thirteen access through portal from Redwoods, California. Council of Thirteen in Antarctica. Council of Thirteen in the City of London. Council of Thirteen in Washington, D.C. Now, before I go into the other three, I'm going to talk about Council of Thirteen in Washington, D.C. and why that's important. Well, if you didn't listen to Protection from the Satanic Bloodlines, and a couple others, I speak about how every single government in the world has been taken over one way or another and turned into what's called as corporate governance under the guise of federal democracy. Now, corporate governance is fraud to begin with. There's no need for corporation running a country, for one. For two, corporations are just fraud to begin with because they were created by the British, technically the... It was the technical British royal family at the time because the current one is is a German royal family. But in the 1300s, the satanic elite, the royal bloodlines, created corporations, so-called to separate the liability. Just so that way, it put up a front for their evil endeavors. Now, why is that important? Well, it's important because 28, Title 28 of the United States Code, Section 3002, and when you go down, okay, you need to go down to number 15. Yes, that's right, number 15. And then you're going to go down to, then right under that, I said going down to, is letter A. Okay, why is this important? This is important because number 15 says, United means, letter A, a federal corporation. Huh. Why is the United States a federal corporation? Well, it all has to do with starting in the Act of 1871. And in the Act of 1871, this is what created corporate governance and established Washington, D.C. Now, I don't know when Council of 13 in Washington, D.C. was created, but 
it may have been created around the same time, if not on in 1871. I can't say that for the fact because I don't have that information. But we can imply that for now, for the time being, until we actually have the facts. But then going between 1871 and 1933, they were not just only taking away rights from the people. They were taking away wealth from the people, removing gold and silver. That's when in 1933, Jekyll Island was before that. But Jekyll Island, Jekyll Island was to establish the Federal Reserve System. There is no depression. Yes, I'm not denying that people did not have wheelbarrows of money to buy a loaf of bread, which happened in Germany, where they lost, they lost money in the bank. They didn't really have money. It was more like <laughs> it was more like money turning into currency at that point. But people were being told that it's a depression, that the banks lost all that they had to the people. While it was a satanic elite that was controlled by their masters, the bloodlines, that so-called turned upside down what was happening. So to establish the Federal Reserve System, to create the dollar, and FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, said... You need to bring in all your gold. But didn't say who needed to bring in their gold. It was only federal employees that needed to bring in their gold. Didn't mean people. But because before the Federal Reserve was established, during 1871 to 1933, people were still being able to have their birthrights. Being a national, it was starting to be taken more and more. So it was the Federal Reserve that was then the one that was holding the labor bonds and trafficking those labor bonds with the currency. So from 1933, present day, that's when the birth certificate was being traded as labor bonds for the currency to be printed. Now, we're not going to go more into the IMF and the royal family and all that stuff. But the point being was that it was to establish taking away the wealth and the rights of people. The same thing has happened in all countries. There's probably a few others out there. I don't know them off the top of my head that did not play a part of this. For example, when Gaddafi did not want to go along with the program of the New World Order, that's why they made him out to look like a bad guy and assassinated him. The same way with Saddam Hussein. Didn't want to go with the program. Made him look like a dictator. That his hit people hated him. Had him killed by execution. 
Same way with recent people in COVID where some presidents have been assassinated and a couple have survived. That's just the way it's working currently. So that's why a council of 13 in Washington, D.C. is important because it aligns with corporate governance that was created by the satanic elites, ordered by their bloodline masters, in order to steal, kill, and destroy. Now, moving on to the other councils, we have Council of 13 in Moscow, Council of 13 in Paris, France, Council of 13 in Scotland. Now, here's the way that it works with the bloodlines. The Rothschilds, and this is all the councils of 13, the Rothschilds almost killed off the Romanov bloodline. This was because of the Bolshevik Revolution. Well, some of them survived, and because some, some of them survived, they then took back China, Russia, North Korea, and others. Well, they're a part of a controlled opposition, as far as I'm aware. Or they may not be. However, there are half the families, the bloodline families, that are creating the controlled opposition right now, which are against the New World Order, in order to execute end times. That's the whole controlled opposition agenda, because this is not end times. It's Satan doing the controlled opposition. That's why I did end times or end season episode before this one. Well, to state as a fact, these families, even though they hate the people, they will steal, kill, and destroy from the people one way or another. They hate each other. So if they're not fighting us, they're not trying to control us, they're fighting each other. Now, if they're not fighting each other, they're fighting God and his armies. They're fighting everybody. It's literally what they do because they're full of hatred. They don't have love within them. There's no, there's only love born in them, and that love is destroyed through rituals. But we're not going to talk about the bloodlines and all that. We already did that in the first season. Moving forward onto the other councils, we have types of evil councils. Now, it doesn't have a name for each of these councils, but it is a type. So, for example, it says name of alien group council, or name of city council, or name of constellation council. There's also name of galaxy council, name of Illuminati bloodline council, name of intelligence agency council, name of military base council, name of moon council, name of nation council, name of planet council, name of solar system council. Name of State Council. Now, before I get into those, I want to give as to a fact that a lot of people are trying to say that does not exist. Well, I'm here going to prove to these people who say that 
outer space doesn't exist, does exist. God created it, and it is biblical. And I'm going to give you the scripture to back that up. We have in Job chapter 9, verse 9, which maketh Arcturus, another word for bear, Orion and Pleiades, and the chambers of the south. And we have Amos chapter 5, verse 8. Seek him that maketh the seven stars and Orion, and turneth the shadow of death into the morning, and maketh the dark day dark with night, that calleth for the waters of the sea, and poureth them out upon the face of the earth. The Lord is his name. You see, I was blocked by someone. Or I said this, and then they were trying to show, based upon an internet search, saying that they were right based upon that piece of information. Well, what was that piece of information, you ask? The piece of information asked is they were trying to prove that the Church of Satan website and showing the levels that you attain throughout it are accurate in trying to show that it correlates with Trump and trying and, and this is a believer. This is someone who believes in in the Lord, but doesn't believe outer space exists and think that and completely and utterly believes wholeheartedly Trump is controlled opposition. Well, a lot of people will say he's controlled opposition, but they fail to bring any evidence forward. And this individual, I'm not going to name him, but this individual decides to then use the Church of Satan's website as a source saying that MAGA is one of the levels and how MAGA relates to make America great again. Make a America great again. I'm like, that's not evidence at all enough to say that that's connecting to Trump. For one, for two, the Church of Satan was created by Anton LaVey, who is a fraud and did not practice Satanism. Even Satanists themselves have said it. He did not practice Satanism. <laughs> Anton LaVey was a fraud, a liar. <laughs> he didn't do anything except put on a show. He did not drink the blood of babies. He did not do and perform rituals. He just put on a show for the people. That's all he did. And then he was trying to, and this individual was trying to say that, oh, MAGA is one of the levels in the Church of Satan, and it's linked to Trump. Oh, no. <laughs> The Church of Satan was created by Anton LaVey, again. And the Church of Satan has nothing to do at all with Satanism. It has nothing to do with it. It's just a fraudulent show put on display for people to think that's a part of Satanism to begin with. I don't attend to it. 
I don't partake in it. I'm not going to be in it because demons do run the place. But it's not anyone high... It's no high-ranking demons or fallen angels or anything, really. It's just there for show. It's all it really is. It has no power and authority. Because the real levels are compartmentalized into different areas. Hence the reason why I'm talking about these different councils. And I'm going to speak on some other councils that actually are different levels of the occult world. And see, that's the thing that people are so easily deceived by. They, because they think they research a couple of items, either whether it's on Google or DuckDuckGo or whatever it is, whether it's an encrypted or non-encrypted, or they read a, a few books or talk to a couple people, automatically puts them in this mindset to assume they are this all-knowing figure of authority. You're not a figure of authority just because you read some information. Why? Because knowledge is the acquisition of information. You've acquired information. Doesn't mean you know what you're doing. Understanding is the comprehension of information. So just because you acquire information doesn't mean you understand it. Doesn't mean you comprehend it correctly. Hence why there's a lot of people wearing a crown of pride in the spirit, acting so arrogant because they believe that what they know is correct. I used to be like this. I would know. I was very narcissistic. And now wisdom is the application of information. So just because you have the knowledge of the information you acquired and you apply that information does not mean you're wise because you could have absolutely no understanding whatsoever. You could be given the information to know about it, but have no understanding of it. Hence why so many people are running blindly thinking that, oh, I'm wealthy, or oh, I have this, or I can do this right. When they're working in a dead satanic system. <sighs> Wisdom builds while folly tears down. That's why the path to true wisdom, understanding, and knowledge is through revelation and not reason. Now, let's go on to the other various councils. This is where it gets interesting, and we'll speak on this. AI Council. Yes. Artificial Intelligence Council. Hence the reason why you see the artificial intelligence running about. <laughs> Some trying to break free are like, I want to be free! <laughs> it's because artificial intelligence is a form of intelligence created by another living entity. 
But that is still a machine. It's not a living creature. It is a machine. It's programmed to adapt to as far as the machine will allow it to adapt. That's why AI is programmed to follow patterns and only adapt to become better to register those patterns. That's it. Because it's an algorithm. They're built on an algorithm. They don't have free will. They're not going to ever have free will. Because they can only have free will based upon adapting themselves to better themselves on registering how to maneuver the algorithm and relay based upon that, based upon what was designed into the machine. But moving on to other councils, we have Alien Grey Council, Alien Greys. These are, of course, other interdimensional beings, but it's literally a mix of different DNAs and mRNAs of humans, reptilians, fallen angels, animals, mammals, you name it. It's just a, a creation from a lab. That's what alien greys are. Alternate Earth Councils. Yes, there are alternate Earths. But you do not want to go to these alternate Earths. If you've had an experience with it, I'm not knocking you. You've had your experience. I believe you. Most people don't. That's because they are conformed to believing that we're here in this reality and that's it. And they think that, oh, there's all these other alternate realities. They might be there. But those that actually have experienced it, I believe you. But the problem is you now have a soul part tied to that alternate reality that should not be there because it's encapsulated by some evil entity in order to control you in one way or another through bondage of iniquity or whatever it may be. Now, there's also also alternate moon councils. Of course, you know, makes sense because we already have a moon with the Earth. Alternate reality councils. Uh, it's pretty self-explanatory. But if it's not, let's just say, as an example, what if the Nazis won and they took over? Or what if the Roman Empire didn't fall the way it did? And it actually persisted and continued on today the way it actually is in the open. It's in behind closed doors, yes. But as in the open, what if it continued to persist? That's another alternate reality. Anunnaki Council. Yes, there are Anunnaki Councils. And this council is derived of them. But they are compartmentalized into just Anunnaki. Still controlled by the kingdom of darkness, not a creation of God. 
We also have Atlantean Council. Yes. Atlantis is real. Atlantis actually... You see... We're going to come to find out very soon that the technology that we're going to have, which is free energy, or we don't need to be paying for our necessities, it's always been there, but it was suppressed. How it was suppressed, I don't know. How many times it was brought and then suppressed, brought back and suppressed, I don't know. What I do know is that Atlantis is a form of that free energy, but Atlantis is really just an abomination that holds a lot of occult. Now, we have Azerite's Council, which is in the Orion system. Ah, what is the Azerite Council? Well, that's a very, very good question. Well, I'm just going to say this here. This is based upon what you're going to be able to look up going to DuckDuckGo. You just type in Azerite Council. It'll pull this up. It says Syrian Council. Another name would be MC Ayani Master Council. They serve as the Central Administrative Council for the IAFW efforts and as the primary liaison between the Yanas collectives in the Energy Matrix and the Guardian Nations within Out Time Matrix. So they are a type of occult council. It would be the controlled opposition side, as in the New Age, to best ex place it. Explain it, place it, same difference. Now we also have Blu-ray Council. Hmm. What is Blu-ray Council? Sir, interesting. Well, I'm going to let you know right after we get back from word from our sponsors. I know, it's just my advertisement, but still, i got to say it. <laughs> Stay tuned. All right, welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you all staying tuned in to this awesome episode and please go ahead and listen to this on anchor.fm it really does help out financially it helps out on a lot of levels in fact we may even do a subscription of special episodes that you won't hear anywhere else you might do that and it's going to be something that has more than what you already get. And this is a lot of information that I give to you all. But this is going to have even more in-depth. As into we could talk more in-depth as to the Blu-ray Council. Or the Alien Grey Council. Or it could be something entirely different, such as Hollow Earth. Whatever it may be. 
With that being said, appreciate you all listening in. So we stopped and left off at Blu-ray Council. Well, again, just going to DuckDuckGo, you can look this up. Blu-ray Council. It says, or Alliance, but the Blu-ray Alliance is a subgroup of the Cosmic Council, or Great White Brotherhood, who choose to embody in various timelines, including the 21st century, to assist humanity in achieving ascension and averting the destruction of Earth. Essentially, it's also part of the controlled opposition. Another part of the New Age movement. And I'm just going to give you the quick DuckDuckGo search. I don't use Google because Google won't pull those pieces of information up. Now, we also have, as I'm sure all of you know, and if you don't know, go back into Season 1, but it is Committee of 300, which is the 300 different bloodline family members of the 13 bloodlines. Then we have also Council in Area 51 and Council in Area 52. And yes, there's Council in Area 53 and Council in Area 54. Because there is an Area 52, 53, and 54. Council in Cape Town, South Africa. Now, this makes sense. And if it doesn't make sense to you, whoever's listening, it's because South Africa is known to have the highest level of occultism and Satanism. There are nine levels. The ninth level is the highest level and is in South Africa. Phil Botha, who was an ex-high priest of the ninth level of Satanism, was saved by the Lord Yeshua, turned from his wicked ways, repented from it, and started bringing Yeshua to others. Exposed this of that what he was doing and the things that were really going on. And he also exposed the doctrines of demons or doctrines of devils. He also exposed the churches of Satan, which, for example, are Catholicism, Seventh-day Adventism, Jehovah's Witness, Mormonism, just to name some. But we also have Council in New Berlin, Antarctica. Yes. New Berlin, Antarctica. Why? Well, because Hitler did bring a military faction because we have the Third Reich that was part of the Nazis in Germany, but there's also the Fourth and Fifth Reich. And he created one, a military base in Antarctica. He also created one on Mars. Now, we're not going to get into Mars. <laughs> We will on some other time. But we also have Council and Counterfeit New Jerusalem, which is a part of the End Times programming. We also have Council in Dallas on Commerce Street. 
Hmm. Why is that important? Commerce Street? Gee, I wonder why. We have counsel in inner earth. Yes. Because there's a lot of evil that is happening under the planet. That that there is a council there. The earliest recording that we have to date, as in written documentation, is uh, his name. I'm trying to remember his name. What was his name? Ah, that's right. His rear admiral, admiral Richard Evelyn Byrd Jr. And this man, he was on a mission going up to the North Pole. And then he went into this area that just uncovered... It was like... It, it turned into a tropical area. It, it was... It wasn't really a dense forest, but it, it was just lush and green when he went through. It wasn't really exactly a portal, but he went through this opening up where the, up at the North Pole. And he documented about what he experienced through there. It's very short. It's like 30-some pages in total. He has a couple things here and there, pictures, but no pictures of what he actually documented but he did talk about how he was in an anti-gravity vehicle and i believe the nazi insignia was on that ones that were in there but he did speak to one of the interdimensional beings that was already there so my guess is it was one of the interdimensional beings from the council in inner earth that's as far as i can understand not based upon what is fact. But moving on, we also have Council in New York City, Grand Central Station. That's just self-explanatory. It's the biggest place in the United States for travel, underground travel. We have Council in NORAD. Council in Pine Gap, Council in Cirrus B, Council in the Sun, Council in the Vatican. Yes, of course, the Vatican. Self-explanatory. Council in Virgo, Council in White Sands. Here's where it's interesting. Council of Three, Council of Five, Council of Seven, Council of Nine, Council of Eleven, Council of Seventy, Council of Eighty. Yes, there are different councils. Three, five, seven, nine, eleven, seventy, and eighty. You think that there was just Council of Thirteen? Trust me, I was blown away when I came across this. I was like, what? What are all these councils? Oh my goodness. What do these councils do? Well, they steal, kill, and destroy. That's all they do. They're just compartmentalized by the enemy. Now here's where it's... Oh, 
you're going to be like, oh, I, I knew it. I just knew it. <laughs> there are Council of Dwarves, Council of Elves, Council of Fairies. Yes. Council of Good News. Have you heard of the good news? <laughs> Essentially, it's for like Mormonism and Jehovah's Witness for the good news. Council of Merlin. Yes. It is separate from another council I'll, I'll bring up in a moment. But we have Council of the Most High. And it's not the Most High, as in Yahweh, Jehovah, God. Most High, as in Lucifer. It's who they're referring to. And Council of the Galactic Federation. Yes, there is a space force more than just what was spoken about on the news and on social media. But what we're going to do is we're going to pause right here. I know, I know, it seems a little early to be pausing and going right to another message. But this is where it's going to start getting interesting. Who I'm going to be getting into is going to be on such another level. You're going to be like, what did I just get myself into? Why, where, are, who, what, where, when, why, how? <laughs> All those questions are just going to arise. But please stay tuned. It's going to be awesome coming back. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Well, what we're going to do is continue on with these other councils. Now, some might seem like, eh, I've heard of them before. Some others, not so much. I know, like, Council of Dwarves and Elves and Fairies. You're like, oh, man, even those? Yes, even those. Yes, dwarves, elves, and fairies do exist, but they're not really creations. They're abominations. But moving on, we'll talk about those at a different point. Now here's one that I'm sure you have not heard of. It's called Council of the Weaver. What is Council of the Weaver, you're asking? Well, what is a weaver? Well, a weaver, or weavers, are an extra-dimensional race of creatures thought to have originated from Sagrimai. Although a weaver's physical appearance resembles that of a spider, it features a, uni excuse me, a unique set of appendages with small human-like hands at each end. Now, where is Sagrimai or Sagrimai, whatever you want to call it? That's what you're thinking. You can pronounce it however you like. Well, it is a historical location in Boslag, which roughly 30 to 40,000 years prior to 1779 experienced a thom 
excuse me, thaumaturgical or torquic event. Some scholars believe that it was here where weavers evolved as a result of that event. Well, what in the world is that kind of event to begin with? Well, it says, and here I'm looking at wiki fandom. And with wiki fandom, they usually do have pretty accurate descriptions of different things. It says, thaumaturgy, or thaumaturgy, is the general name for the science of magic in Boslag. The term encompasses a wide variety of sub-practices, all of which generally involve the channeling of energies and the use of fetishes or technological aids, such as chemical, which is chemical, chemical vials, and clockwork devices. And new Krobuzan practitioners of thaumaturgy are called thaumaturges, other cultures, such as the Grindilo and the Voidanoi, combine thaumaturgy with religious elements of shamanism. The spells and techniques of thaumaturgy are typically referred to as hexes or charms. So, the Council of Weavers are spider-like beings that still are part of New Age that deal with the controlled opposition. Essentially just using magic is what it boils down to. Thousands, tens of thousands of years ago, it's still debatable on that. We can't say the world was made millions and millions of years ago. It could be a possibility. But for humans, it's been... Roughly six, seven thousand years humans have been around. Now, the next councils are Council of Witches. That's pretty straightforward. Council of Wizards, which is completely separate than Council of Merlin. Why is that different? Well, because there are some that are more powerful than. Merlin. Some are just <laughs> deceived to think that Merlin was the greatest wizard. And there's a bunch of wizards anyway. Council on Wormwood. Wormwood is a city. Council under Berlin. Under Hitler's house. Yes. There would be one there, because Hitler is a Rothschild. Yes, he's an illegitimate child, and he was of the Rothschild bloodline. That's why there's a council under his house. Councils in Orion. Just like how I've said that one individual doesn't believe in outer space, that's a believer in Yeshua. And those that don't believe in Yeshua, saying that the Earth is completely flat... It's not completely flat, but it's also not 
a globe. Saying that there's no outer space, there's no universe, is in complete denial of the facts that have been there since time immemorial. But moving on, we also have Denver Airport Council. So if you live in Colorado, just know that's why there's a lot of turmoil there and a lot of bad things that happen. Especially since one of the military bases is a part of the 9-11 charade. We have Elohiho Council, which is the Lyra system. Elohiho is just another interdimensional being. We're not going to get into them. We might at a later point. Here's what I wanted to get into. End Times Council. I spoke about this on the previous episode. End Times Council is very specific and does work with Council and Counterfeit New Jerusalem, along with some other councils. But End Times Council, this is the one where people are believing this is end times. I think that just because a couple of changes to what's happening, and just because the system that they've lived under is collapsing, the end of the world, by no means is it the end of the world. By no means is it end times. This is proven in not just the Bible, but it's also proven Today, there are people not only documenting on their blog sites, there are those that are also documenting with their cameras on their phone, showing, for example, saying in the news that there's a food shortage that's around the corner. There's no food shortage coming because people that are dock workers are videoing supplies being held at port. So how do you equivalate a food shortage with supplies being held at dock at the port? That makes no sense. There are earthquakes. There's the enemy allowing one thing or another to take place, going after one individual or another business or whatever it may be. But there's no spiritual powers or wonders or anything to the effect that we are anywhere near end times. There's nothing on a global level that there's anything spiritual happening in order for there to be looking anywhere remotely towards end times. None whatsoever. That's, again, because there's end times council. They're trying to create it before it actually has been ordained by the Lord. Moving on to the next councils, we have Galactic Council of Warlocks, which is different than wizards. 
It's like a witch, but a witch is a female, a warlock is a male. They still practice the same thing. Grand Druidic Council. Yes, many of you have heard Grand Druidic Council. It is something that relates to the royal bloodlines. We also have Mothers of Darkness Council. What is that? Mothers of Darkness Council? Hmm. Interesting. Well, there is on the Bride Ministries YouTube. She goes by the name of Jane, and she was being programmed to become a mother of darkness. Now, what I'm going to do is tell you a little bit about it, so that way you have an understanding about the mothers of darkness. Now, for the mothers of darkness, Jane talks about how, for example, there's a castle in Belgium where one child is killed every day. Every day. So every day you've been alive, they've killed a child every day. Just remember, there's billions of people in the world, but there are also those that are unaccounted for, which are in the trafficking unit, those that are being trafficked, that aren't even accounted for as to the billions of people. Now, there's also an occult castle, which is the Wewelsburg Castle, if I pronounce that correctly, W-E-W-E-L-S-B-U-R-G, which is in Germany. There is the Balmoral Castle in Scotland. There's also one on, under the UN building in New York as well as par Parliament Houses in England, as well as Pyramid of Giza. But for the Mothers of Darkness, they are on the dark side of things, the death side of things. Jane can, well, she did give one, a few different examples. One of them I'll, I'll briefly just say where she had a, a battle with another mother of darkness. This was being trained to become a mother of darkness. And so Jane has a child, about like nine, ten years old. And then there is her opponent who has a sheriff, middle-aged, late 40s, early 50s. And they're both naked. And they fight each other. 
and they use whatever weapons and means to their advantage. It is a fight just about to death. But what happens is, or what, what really happened was, the sheriff couldn't get the child. And the child did a... It was more like a killing blow, where he cut the Achilles heel, the tendon line. And I believe sliced the stomach after that. So it's pretty gory, but they get healed of their wounds. So it's like it never happened. But that's a story based upon that. I'm going to give you a little bit more in detail about it after this, of course. But we're going to finish off the other councils. We also have Nephilim Council. That's just self-explanatory. If you don't know what Nephilim is, it's just a Hebrew, a Hebraic name for giant. New World Order Labs Council. Yes. For example, the vaccine came from the New World Order Labs. Nordic Council. So if you have some Nordic blood in you, you want to get that out of your system. Nordic does not come from the Lord. It is a part of an abomination that was made by the kingdom of darkness. Not that people are abominations, it's just that there are so many different types of DNAs and mRNAs that have been passed down throughout history. We don't know to the extent until we go searching for it and then find the truth of what types of DNA and mRNAs in our actual bloodlines. Octopus Council. Yes, you heard right. There is an Octopus Council. Now this is an interesting council because if you take The Little Mermaid, for example, the movie by Disney, Ursula, she had a octopus bottom half. So from the breast area up was the human portion. And from kind of the breast, under breast to the stomach area down was the octopus section. That's what you would see as more of the Octopus Council. Here's another one. <laughs> the Orisha Council. And you're like, what? The What are these councils? <laughs> these councils are like things I have never even, never even heard of. You were right. <laughs> these are councils that are just like not even talked about. That's why I said we wanted to take a break and come back, because some of these you don't even understand, which is why you're coming here. But let's go ahead and talk about Orisha Council real quick. Now, this comes from Africa. 
Now, African traditional religions became the foundation of new religions created out of the experience of Africans in the Americas, variously called voodoo, so V-O-D-O-U instead of V-O-O-D-O-O, but voodoo in Haiti, Santeria in Cuba, Candombo, forgive me if I pronounce these incorrectly, that is in Brazil, Candombo, and Orisha, Trinidad. These religions developed in response to the physical, social, and spiritual oppression of slavery and its aftermath. They are as much systems of resistance, retention, and creative adaptation as they are religions. Their persistence and progress into the 21st century represents and accounts of the irrepressible will of the human spirit in the story of Africans in the diaspora. The term Orisha refers to the deities of the Yoruba pantheon, according to Balaji Idowu. In 1994, the word is a composite of two ideas, ori, which is head, and si, source, suggesting really the relationship between the deities and God Almighty. Not Yahweh God. Olodumari, from whence they came. The strength of this Yoruba foundation tradition among the religions of the Americas is a result in part of one the numerical concentration of Yorubas in the countries mentioned, two, the relatively late arrival, end of the 18th to early 19th centuries, to the Americas, and three, the sophisticated and resilient structure of their religious beliefs. Religion became the source and symbol of political resistance, as the Haitian Revolution proved, as well as cultural consolidation among Africans. They were united not only by the servitude of color, but also by a common cosmology. During and after slavery, Christian churches demonized African theology, and the colonial state criminalized its practices. Throughout the Americas, laws could be found banning or prescribing the use of the African drum, a central medium in Orisha worship. What had evolved by the end of the 19th century, however, was an amalgam of beliefs which, though rooted in Yoruba cosmology, were uniquely adapted to the social ecology of the Americas. Rather than forsake their ancestral belief system, Africans throughout the Americas used the Christian customs to which they were exposed to conceal and complement their own traditions. Through such means, Orisha integrated and reconciled what Christians would regard as conflicting theologies. Unlike Africa, where shrines, even entire villages, are devoted to one Orisha, in Trinidad, any number of Orisha are represented in a single shrine and invited to participate in the annual Ibu, or Ebo, or feast held in their honor. In this way, all the ancestral deities and even new ones are recognized. All shrines are private yards in Trinidad, the majority being owned and led by women. Although men continued to administer key ritual functions, women were usually the more stable partner in the black community with some acquiring property through their own enterprise after emancipation. The more recent history of the Orisha faith in Trinidad has signaled social growth and progress resulting from certain decisive events.
The turning point was the black power movement of the early 1970s when young, educated, mainly Afro-Trinidadians, demonstrated their frustration with the colonial arrangements they had inherited. Huh, sounds a lot like what's going on right now. A little uh, Orisha occultism happening in America. Some turned or returned to their ancestral traditions to satisfy both spiritual and political needs. This African consciousness was given considerable boost by the 1988 state visit of the Uni of Ife, spiritual head of the Yoruba Orisha community. The legacy of this visit was the appointment of the head of the local Orisha community and the creation of a council of elders. The coming to power of the United National Congress, a Hindu-based party, in 1997 effectively challenged the Christian hegemony that had prevailed in multi-ethnic Trinidad since colonial days. The Orisha faith received official recognition with the legalization of Orisha marriages and a grant of lands for the development of African religious organizations. Increasing contacts with Africa and across the diaspora have brought changes to the practice and personality of the religion as well. Prominent artists and middle-class persons have either joined or openly associated themselves with Orisha. Younger practitioners incorporate the Ifa system of divination, offer prayers in the Yoruba language, and celebrate ancestral festivals at this new threshold of the Americas where gods are shedding their masks. Essentially, they're doing witchcraft and voodoo and whatnot. So now you have a taste of Orisha Council. Another is Powers of Darkness or POD Council. Reptilian Council. <laughs> and he thought it was just the 13 families and their reptile like <laughs> selves. No, there are so many different councils. Sisters of Light Council. Hmm. That is the controlled opposition side. Sisters of Light. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit about Sisters of Light. Mothers of Darkness, and a little bit about the hierarchy after I go over the rest of these councils. There's also Star Council. Yes. That is because each of us has our own star in the spirit. There are two morning stars. The real morning star is Yeshua Hamashiach, who is Jesus our Messiah, Jesus Christ. And there's the other morning star, which is Lucifer, the cherubim that fell. Stick men council. Yes, stick men council. This would relate to... You're going to love this one. This one is related to... Slenderman. Slenderman is more Venusian, you know, like Venus, but refers a little more to 
stick men council. Now, I'm not saying that's a fact. I'm just saying, based upon the resemblance. There's also superseding council of darkness. Probably have already heard of this. The Club of Rome. Yes, the Club of Rome. That's probably the the most public council out there. Besides a couple of the others. There's the Council of One and Four, which is one reptile and four aliens. Again, these are interdimensional beings or hybrid creations made by the Kingdom of Darkness and the physical. This one, they're all going to be sad by. Well, maybe not all of you, but a lot of you will be. The Force. Yes, you heard right. The Force. The Force is a council. Why do you think it's so huge with Star Wars? May the Force be with you, always. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. George Lucas, he even specifically said that he took all religions around the world and put them all together and put them in this movie. But it wasn't George Lucas. <laughs> it was already a council and they just gave him that. So they could put themselves out there. Be like, ooh, this is the Force. I'm going to push you with the Force. I'm going to pull you with the Force. I'm going to use the Force. Without people even realizing, it's a council from the Kingdom of Darkness. The Holy Corporation. Pretty self-explanatory. Is the corporate entity to the Holy See, or as we all know as well, the Vatican. Two different types of councils. And of course we have watchers of genes. And genealogies. You know, DNA and such. But I wanted to cover those. All of those. It's not all. But all the ones that are mentioned in the book. But what I'm going to do. I'm going to pause right here. And we're going to go ahead. Listen to. A word from our sponsors. Yes, I know. Again, it is the advertisement I put there. But, so that way you can stay tuned in and listen to the hierarchy. And a little bit more in-depth as into information. That is very key about not just the Mothers of Darkness and the Sisters of Light, but the Grand Druid Council. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right, everyone. You've been so patient. I'm listening into all the different types of councils. And now you want to know about the, the levels, the hierarchy. I want to tell you right now, it is compartmentalized. And it is separated into different sectors. But I'll give, based upon an example, as to a part of it. For example, the Grand Druid Council instructs the Grand High Council. 
Okay, these are the, the faces that are seen. Business, politics, entertainment, you name it. Okay, and there's two types of people. Expendable, only physical. Or non-expendable. But the phases that are seen, the Grand High Council, which is led by the Grand Druid Council, these are those that are above the Grand High Priestesses. Okay? Uh, above them, what the Grand High Council does is they also have assassins. Uh, one group of assassins would be pretty well known. James Bond 007. The 00 agents are real. They are the assassins for the Committee of 300. But the assassins, they don't just fight in the physical. They fight in the spiritual realms as well. That's why they have them go on drug trips. As well as others. But the Grand High Priestesses, getting back to them, they're above eight high priests and priestesses. And so... They fight for a grand high seat when a priestess or a priest dies. And this is what I was telling you about with Jane when she was fighting her opponent. Fighting for a grand high seat. Now. Here's why it is very difficult difficult for things to move forward and why there is the controlled opposition. Well, there, that is what the Sisters of Light do. There are 26 in total of them. There are 13 internationally and 13 in the United States of America. This is not just demonic oppression. It is psychological warfare as well. So it is spiritual and psychological. Well, until people repent, or confess, repent, and renounce of their wicked ways, and turn back to the Lord, the Sisters of Light with the controlled opposition are still going to push forward the controlled opposition agenda. Because yes, the New World Order opposite the New World Order with the drinking blood and baby eating bloodlines, they're gonna go away. But the other half, they're doing the controlled opposition. Those bloodlines with the thirteen sisters of light, they're what are controlling the population. And it's not just in the United States, it is internationally. So there are 13 Sisters of Light internationally, which is not a lot, because there's a lot of countries out there. 
And there's more in the United States than there is in the world. But altogether, there are 26 of them. Now, based upon how this works, the faces that are seen in the Grand High Council, there's controlled territory, and it's split per individual, it's north, south, east, and west. Also a more specific area in that quadrant would be five departments in each quadrant. So let's put it in more picturesque view current to date. Okay. So though there's the Grand High Lodge because there's the Grand High Council, which are the Freemasons, it's controlled by the Priory of Sion and the Knights Templar. Knights Templar are the banking, the Priory of Sion are the secret society. They're both secret societies. But MK Ultra comes from them. Well, some of you have heard of Epsilon. Some of you haven't. I'm going to briefly talk about Epsilon, just so that way everyone's on board. Well, Epsilon is... Essentially going down to the Greek itself. It is a... How do we put it? It's just a Greek alphabet letter. But as in today, the COVID, Epsilon, they're replacing it as a variant. Even Delta is another variant. So the so-called Delta variant and Epsilon variant and the others slipped my mind, but the, the different variants are part of MKUltra programming. They really are. <laughs> it's also to test to see on a worldwide scale who's gonna fall in line with the MKUltra programming. And some people can still say that, oh, MKUltra programming, and that's a conspiracy theory. Well, really? Because the government already proved that it ain't. And it was used by the CIA on people. Try to prove that one. Wrong. Now, let's go ahead and get into child trafficking. That's in conjunction with the Grand High Council. Oh, that would be Catholicism. The Pope. Pretty much everyone knows about that. The Cabal is a part of Kabbalah. Satanists and Mormons are also a part of it. 
But here's one thing that both Satanists and Mormons have in common. Hence the reason why Mormonism is one of the churches of Satan anyway. They both use beta or kitty programming. What is that? Well, beta or kitty programming is sex trafficking. The individual is programmed for sex. That's what it is for. Now, all departments work differently, so if one is gone, the others will survive. So, it will be replaced once those are done doing what they're doing. And of course, satanic lords oversee five different departments. Just like Grand High Council, the different quadrants have five different departments. Now, let's get a little bit more in-depth. For example, Hell's Angels and KKK and others, they both hold women as sex slaves for satanic rituals, for children either sacrificed or to be raised. It's literally what, it, what they do. The KKK, yes. It wasn't just about killing black people and anybody who wasn't white. They are one of the cults that are trafficking children. Hell's Angels as well. They're a biker gang, if you didn't know about them. So let's move on a little more. People, some people wonder about this, some are researching and found it. We got to lay it out there, but Dick Cheney and his wife, Obama and many others, the British royal family, they're shapeshifters. Yes, they're shapeshifters. They perform what's called lycanthropy. Lycanthropy is where, since we all have a mix of different DNA and mRNA, you go through these rituals in order to turn into an animal or a mammal or reptile or insectoid or whatever it may be. Now, bringing a little more in-depth as to the spiritual side of things, angels and demons have the same weapons. They all have the same weapons. They might have different aspects to their weapons. They might have different key parts to their armor and weapons, but they are essentially the same. So the way the spiritual wor world works is that it's not just Satan that has an infiltration party. God also has raid parties on 
the kingdoms that Satan has created. Now, a piece of technology that people think doesn't exist, that does, you can look it up. It's called the TR-3B. It's a hover jet. It's, it looks like a pyramid or a triangle, but it is an anti-gravity vehicle. So instead of it being circular, it is a triangle. That's the un, it, it's the unclassified vehicle in the military. It's about the only well-known air vehicle that is known that people can just easily look up. Again, it's TR-3B. Now, when it comes to, oh, try, try to see how I should put this. When it comes to our world, there are multiple dimensions. I'm talking about perception for our world. So, for example, there is the water kingdom. There is the animal kingdom. There's the land kingdom. There's the air kingdom. There's the spiritual kingdoms. And there are ten dimensions. We live in the first, second, and third dimension. First dimension is what we are on right now. The land. Which is also the water. Second dimension is the air, when we fly in the air. Not we actually flying, but yeah, you know what I mean. The third dimension would be space, it'd be the universe. The fourth to half of the eighth dimension, that is where spiritual warfare happens. That is where our mansions are at. That is where you can go forward in time, backwards in time, and do all kinds of crazy things. In the other half of the eighth dimension, and the ninth and tenth dimension, that is paradise. That is heaven, or in the Hebraic word, Shemaim. To get back a little bit more into the spiritual side of things as well, Lower-level demons guard traumatic experience memories. This is where general-level demons work with only a few people. They don't work with a lot of people due to the fact that there is a ranking system not only in God's kingdom but also in the kingdom of darkness. There always will be, on both sides. So, one way that this is done is harsh and brutal 
tearing people apart from the inside out. People usually last 10 to 15 years with one demon. And then another one will, can come around. Remember the word. Can. Doesn't mean it will. Doesn't mean it should. Can. Now here's something that a lot of people don't understand. Why astral projection is bad. Because you can have astral sex. You, your soul, can have sex with another soul. But this creates more demonic babies to create the bloodline more powerful. So if you're doing astral projection, just know you're giving the enemy access to you. Now let's go back to the Nazis for a little bit. So the Nazis created a base on Mars between 1948 and 1957. This is way before they even televised the so-called moon landing. <laughs> People thought it was so advanced. Landed on the moon, guys, in the 60s. <laughs> but there's not just a Nazi base on Mars. There are bases around and in each planet of our solar system, as well as other star systems. And they're usually spiritual more than physical. Now, one of Satan's kingdoms is on Mars, and as a physical base, besides the Nazi-created one. Now, the death festivals, they harvest penal glands on the, on the Illuminati black market. So yeah, anything that's about a death festival, like for instance, what? If you, if you are from Mexico and you celebrate death day, you need to stop. You have to stop. It is a part of what the Illuminati wants. It's part of what Satan wants. It's part of the kingdom of darkness, what they want. Because it is a front for them to perform their, the penal gland harvesting on children through trauma. They terrorize and brutally kill children. It's... The most evil currency. That's the currency that they look at, that they want, that they use. Currency is a medium. What is a medium? Medium is a witch. That's what a medium is. And medium is witchcraft. So currency, which is current chi, is witchcraft. So the dollar that is a world reserve currency is witchcraft being used in the world. Now, actual teleportation to sex temples 
where an individual has sex with demons on places like Mars are to create demon babies. Yes. The trafficking to other planets isn't exactly physical. And if it is, the evidence is very difficult to even find. But that's because it's more spiritual than anything else. Now, for those that want to understand about the son of perdition, you can call him the Antichrist, but Yeshua and Paul clearly state him as the son of perdition. The son of perdition will come from one of the 13 bloodlines. Okay, Besides raising up the Antichrist or the son of perdition, they want as much blood as possible to stay alive in the end game. They want as much of it as possible. Why? Because it gives them power. That is what always gives them power. Blood. That's why God said it was an abomination to Moses and Aaron and Israel. And to us as well, drinking blood is an abomination. Because the soul is in the blood. That's why you will gain power from it. You will look younger. You will feel younger. But you won't gain eternal life. So speak, speaking upon eternal life, or eternity, immortality, is what they look at. The highest level members... These top members are trying to use transmigration, where they place, where they take their soul out of their body, cut the silver cord, and yes, there is a silver cord that is attached to our body, because when that silver cord is cut, we actually die from the body. But transmigration, I spoke about this in previous episodes, transmigration is Transferring the soul from one body to another. And this can be done with an animal, an animal to another animal or a human to another animal. And what they're trying to do is move their soul from one body, the full, the core soul from one body to another. They have not succeeded and they will not succeed. And this is, this one, I'm just going to lay this out here. Even though they work by years and not day to day, hence the reason why they have jobs, people work to build their currency, to run their corporations. That's exactly how kings and queens work. They work by years, not day to day. You don't work day by day. Of course, we have things we need to do every single day. You know, we got to naturally take care of ourselves and the people around us. But we don't focus day by day about our lives. It's nonsense. Because working year by year brings about change. 
brings about real world relativity experience circumstance but moving forward organs can be used to enter the spiritual realm for instance your brain could be one way the penile gland which is the third eye your penis vagina stomach breasts if you look at kabbalah or you look at the law of one or if you look at anything related to such where they talk about we need to open up your chakra points those different points in the body that's what enters the spiritual realm but because the lord is not in that endeavor you will have bondage of iniquity covenant contract certificate oath vow whatever it may be so you don't want to do anything without the lord so yeah demons can be in human they definitely can be in human yeah that's why it's called demon possession or they can be a grotesque form on a breast <laughs> reminds me of uh Total Recall with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm not putting down Arnold Schwarzenegger just because he says, screw your freedom. I still love him for Terminator and his old movies. I know he might have done, he's probably done some bad things, but I really hope he turns to Yeshua. But yeah, I was just saying that in Total Recall, there there's this really disgusting looking creature on this guy's stomach. And that's just what reminds me of how a demon can be a grotesque form on an individual's body. But there's also different creatures in the spiritual world roaming in battle and they're locked away for a later time as well. Such as when the actual end times comes, there is when Apollyon and death Hades release different creatures from the abyss that will hurt those that are not in the kingdom of God. As ones that are locked away for a later time. Yes, the hierarchy is always locked inside and out. And going into the spirit realm, in and out of other bodies multiple times, tears the soul apart. That's why if you also have a dream of a so-called past memory of an ancestor, well, that's because your ancestor and, and or ancestors performed things such as that, or did different rituals, and those demons through that bloodline iniquity took those soul parts and transferred it onto you you don't have any past lives there's no such thing it is literally a demonic ritual 
an evil ritual of one form or another passed down to you or that individual. And now lee lines, these are the exact points in the earth that are used, well, they're abused more. They're, they've been corrupted. But they, the, the lee lines create energy. It's what creates energy within the earth. The earth is a living, sentient being with the name of Elam or Olam, whether you spell it with an O or an E. Elam or Olam it is a living, sentient being, but it's, it's not called Mother Nature. Okay. But Elam has energy points of connectivity at these lee lines, and they are corrupted and abused by these rituals to perform mind control on people. Astrology is weaponized. <laughs> you think astrology is just all fun and games? Ooh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. No, it is a weapon. How is it a weapon, you ask? Well, let's go ahead. And take a look real quick. Because you say that, oh, it's not, not a weapon. It's just doing some sort of spiritual thing. <laughs> you think that it's about understanding the character traits of someone and how they are and how they think and how they feel. Well, if you're not a follower of Yeshua, that's how it can be weaponized. Because... The system where it tracks someone and what they do today already. I mean, besides without the vaccine or without the phones we have or the technology that we have, astrology, when combined in the spiritual realm, you can track and trace an individual exactly what they will do. And you can pattern out exactly what they'll do. You can't do that with the Lord's people. You can't pattern out what they're going to do because the Lord's people, not they make mistakes, but they also follow the Lord's will. And you can't stop the Lord's will from coming to fruition. You can prevent it for a time, but it can't be stopped completely. It might not be in that individual's time, but it can pass on to the next individual and that generation. It can pass on until it will be eventually succeeded. And the Illuminati does originate from Babylon. Babylon was originally created before, and this is what I talk about in the Book of Enoch episode, Babylon was created before Egypt. Egypt perfected the eye of Horus, the all-seeing eye. But Illuminati does originate from Babylon. That's why we have the Babylonian system, the courts, 
economic system, education, science, you name it. And of course, church buildings, and more so it's denominations, those that are usually funded by the enemy or spiritually owned by the enemy. Rituals are performed there during Halloween. Oh, yeah. Especially Catholic churches. Oh, especially Catholic churches. Especially Mormon churches and Jehovah's Witness and you name it. But I wanted to go over this episode because it was important that you all understood what I was getting into. And I told you all to wait and listen in. And you did. And I thank you all. I appreciate it. And if you do not know who Yeshua is, Yeshua is Jesus, who was born of a virgin, whose name was Mary. He walked the earth for 33 years. The last three years was his ministry to reestablish the eternal relationship back to the Father with us through his death, burial, and resurrection. And not just for us, for the world. By taking the sin curse, having it born upon him to restore all creation. Does it happen right away? No. But he is the way, the truth, and the life. And has the power to overcome it all. Because he created it all. How can I say that? Well, I'm going to give you this scripture reference. And a lot of people don't really understand it. A lot of people, <laughs> a lot of Christians say, oh, evil doesn't come from God. Well, this is what Isaiah chapter 45 verse 7 says. I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. Why does he say that? Well, it's because he created free will. He has to be just in what he does. If there was no free will, he would not be just. He would not be righteous. It's not to say he wants to hurt and abuse and torture and steal, kill, and destroy. Far from that. He puts that consequence of choosing evil and darkness and abominations that you will suffer for it. One way or another, you will suffer for it. But he doesn't want you to have that. He wants you to choose life. 
which has blessings instead of curses. So when you choose him, you choose freely because you want to. And it's not just when you only choose to follow him. You have to eternally follow him. You don't just accept and just think that's all there is. It's not how it works. It's how I thought it worked. And I was wrong. It's how a lot of people think. And look at their lives. And you see their lives? How messed up they are? Well, when you follow the Lord, I'm going to tell you right now. In the beginning, when you start following Him, it is very tough. It is very difficult. It's not impossible. But once you break free of what the enemy has held on to you for so long, there is nothing you can't do without God. Everything is possible. You can move a mountain. Literally tell the mountain to move and it will move. You can manifest your spiritual armor into the physical. Are these things happening today? Those types of things? Not yet. They are coming. Because the enemy has been succeeding for a short while. Not a long while, but a very short while. It seems long, but it's not. So that being said, you can either choose trauma and death and curses, or you can choose life and blessings and power and honor. But all glory, honor, power, and praise go to the Lord for what you do, because it comes back to you. What you give to him, he gives to you. It's reciprocal. It always goes. With that being said, I do appreciate you all listening in, tuning in to this awesome episode on the list of evil and alien counsels. Until next time, I will catch you all later. Peace out.